our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the light. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Here we are for another episode. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, the week of the 14th. So it's like the 16th or something. <laughs> Guys, these next few episodes that you hear, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, don't Pay no attention to the man behind no the curtain. Pay no attention to uh, <laughs> any dates or times or if the story is three weeks old, you just roll with it. Just roll with it. We're rolling with it. And I, we are rolling into September. Well, I mean, well, no, we're rolled. We're rolled. We're in (laughs) September. We have rolled. Do you remember what we were so excited about what was going to happen in September? No. The Bill and Ted movie. (gasps) Right. I think it's like the 30th, right? Or is it, was it the first? Did it happen? I I think it is in whatever we consider to be theaters now. Want me to ask Siri? Yes, ask Siri, because I remember... When does Bill and Ted come out? Which one? Oh, obviously. Bill and Ted Face the Music was released the 28th of August, 2020. What? 28th of August? I guess it's out. Okay, so... It says we can rent it on Apple TV. Okay, cool. Well, the reason why we were so excited is because it was going to pretty much be the solution to yeah it was pretty it was supposed to solve everything and i'm a little dismayed now that we know it was like actually a couple weeks ago it's been out and i haven't heard anything about it like pretty much nothing is different (laughs) nothing is different well i remembered something when i was um telling somebody that you know hang on bill and ted are coming they're going to have the song that saves the Mm -hmm. universe and Mm -hmm. everything's gonna be fine in september Mm -hmm. somebody said oh yeah that movie that movie was filmed in slidell Really? Where I am from. My hometown. And I remembered that, yes, uh, my all of my hometown friends were all buzzing because Keanu Reeves was filming on location Mm. um, in Slidell. And one of my, a, a woman there and her family, who somehow my sister knows because it's Slidell and everybody knows everybody, they had a Keanu Reeves experience. What? Where they, okay, so when they found out that he was filming in their neighborhood, they um, put a sign out in their yard mm-hmm. to like, attract his attention. And um, he, her son suggested that it say, you're breathtaking, <laughs> in reference to an internet meme of him at um, some type of conference and saying that. And so they put the sign in their front yard, says, you're, bre- you're breathtaking. And then... Um, Keanu Reeves was in his, I guess, was being driven to the set and saw the sign and pulled over. No, and uh, wrote to the to them on the sign and like signed the sign. And then oh, they saw him no. and they came outside and they took pictures. And he was, of course, as awesome as you would imagine. Everybody says he is. That's he's really a really fun. cool guy. Mm-hmm. And so they totally went like fangirl crazy mm-hmm. and posted it all over the internet. And it was just like such a really fun thing to see happen in my hometown. 
I love that. That's yeah. exciting. And now I super can't wait to see the movie because I wonder if I'll recognize oh, any I of the places. I always love that. I love watching, like, I've only had like five years of experience with Chicago being like a part of my life. Oh, but, yeah. But when you've but I've been, been there places. a lot of times now and I know certain parts of the city really well. And I like when I watch like Shameless mm-hmm. or I was watching a movie not too long ago. And, sh- and I'm like, oh, that's my, that's my building. That's my building. Like, yeah. it's mine. Like, I own it. Like, right. I, like I built the space. Yeah. You know, I'm like, there's my building. There's my, you know, I like, know and, where. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I always love like a city that you have a connection with. And yeah. when you see it on television, it's fun. Well, Slidell is also on my mind right now because of Hurricane Sally. Is she a hurricane yet? I don't know if she's a hurricane. I've been, I've been singing like Hurricane Sally. She's a tropical storm, but she is expected to intensify into a hurricane mm-hmm. soon. I don't like that. Um, and she is heading to Slidell. No ride, Sally, ride. Stop, <laughs> Sally, stop. <laughs> Stop, Sally, stop. <laughs> we need one that's named Betty so you can say, whoa, back Betty, Sandalyn. <laughs> um, so Sally is expected to be a hurricane when she um, gets to Sladell, the Dirty Dale. Um, and so, the Dirty Dale, is that what you That's said? what we call it, yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> the Dirty Dale. And so this weekend I was getting texts from my family saying like, okay, so we might come to your house. I was just going to say, are, are you about to have a full house? Yeah. <laughs> I The last time that I had a full house of evacuees was Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. uh, which was, um, what, like 19 years ago, Gosh, I think. I have trouble remembering the names of them. <laughs> there's a few of them that, you know, really, really hit or were really close for me, but a lot of them, like... Uh, yeah. I, I'll forget their names, you know? There's some who are forgettable, and then some are not. Mm-hmm. Like, there's cars in Slidell I see driving around that have bumper stickers that crack me up. It says, Katrina, that bitch. Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Katrina's one you never forget. You know? Now, for me, one that I'd never forget is Charlie, which Charlie wasn't, like, a huge one, you know, internationally or anything. It was my first hurricane when I moved to Florida, and it came through the place where I live, the area of Florida that I lived, it came through. It was a really, really fast moving hurricane, but really like, so it was still like a four when it came through like Orlando, you know? Um, And we had all these big, beautiful live oaks, you know, kind of like we do here in Tallahassee. And I remember hearing my live oak in my backyard, like snap off the top. (laughs) And I just thought that my roof came off. I just, you know, and it was this huge, huge tree when the, like a branch fell and it took up my entire backyard. Oh my God. Yeah. I lived in a place, it was little hundred year old houses. They were old houses and, you know, and there were electrical wires down in the street and, and we're young, we're dumb. I'm like 23 and I'm walking like, and people are like, there's live electric right here in this alley. And you don't go know. home. Yeah. You know, like, like I could have died, you know, and yeah, so Charlie was a big one for me. And that was the year that there were three hurricanes in a row. There was Charlie and then like something else and then like Irene. Mm-hmm. And we had this really, really ugly tree that was right on the property line. It was our neighbors. It was like, take out the tree. And please. this tree had these things called, um, Oh my gosh, I wish I could remember what they were called. It looks kind of like a coconut, larger than my head. It's bigger than my head. It's a monkey puzzle tree. Oh, I know a what you're talking about. monkey puzzle tree. And they had grow these huge things up at the very, very tippy, tippy top. And one had smashed my car, <gasps> like had fallen through the roof of my car and like dis- like totaled my car, totaled my car. And he still wouldn't take this tree down and it blew down in the third hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Into his yard too. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. Well, it's perfect timing because we are already in the grab bag. Yay! Okay, what? what did they come up with now? Ew! 
Not that Let's one. see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. Yes, today I want to talk about storm stories. And I texted you last night and told you that I posted a question on Facebook and excluded you from it, which is my favorite thing to do to torture I you. No, I hate it. And I got... And I, I got so many comments and responses to my question about, have you ever been in a bad storm? Have you ever been in a historic storm? I want to talk about people's storm stories because we're in hurricane season and, um, you know, we're, that's just life in the South. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in hurricanes as a kid and being able to go outside and play in between the bands, like we like we would have the bands of rain come through and oh, then it yeah. would be so relatively calm mm-hmm. and I could walk down to my friend's house and we could go outside in the backyard and then another band would come and we'd go inside like mm-hmm. for a one. You can do that. Right. And then I remember when the eye would go over and seeing the blue yeah. sky. And you'd stand on your porch and you just check it out. Like, yeah. yeah it's, it's totally... It's a neat, weird experience. Like growing up in Ohio, I had no idea that first hurricane I was talking about when I moved down here and I bought myself a little old hundred year old house. I was putting blue tape on the windows, doing, <laughs> doing those stuff that doesn't do anything. Right. I'm from Ohio. I don't know any better. I don't know any different, but, but yeah, it is like it, it is a neat experience. And like you said, when the eye goes over, you walk outside and it's clear. It's muggy, you yeah. know, and, and it's like a weird light blue, like a, like a different shade of blue, but yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah. My friend Terry um, commented. I lived in Fort Walton Beach in 92 when Opal came in. The eye passed over my apartment. I will never forget the view of space through the eye. How neat. And it is so strange when you look at the radar of a hurricane and how vast it is. Like if you look at the radar of Sally right now and you can see where she is and how wide it is that we're getting, you know, kind of breezy mm-hmm. weather today. Mm-hmm. And then to think that you're in that. Right. Yeah, you see these overhead shots of it from space, and it's massive, and it's you know like looks like a quarter of the ocean, you know, and it's this wild thing, and there you stand. Yep. I remember. So the show that our friends have not heard yet that will come out on Friday. Right. I'm going to talk to you guys about a talk radio station that I used to like in uh, Orlando when uh-huh. I lived over there, and. I remember that they wrote a song. I have tried to find this song on the internet. It was just written by a local radio station, so right. it's, it's I can't find it. But it was a hurricane song, uh-huh. and there's a part that goes, "I think I see a feeder band, <laughs> but it ain't gonna ruin my grilling plans." <laughs> yes. And I loved it. It was it was like such that. a great song. They had a line in there that was like, uh, "Nothing but a hurricane, just a little wind and rain. Let it loose. It's nature's douche." Oh. <laughs> It was dumb, but it was just like, and and it was like, I'm new here, and I'm, this is my, where I'm getting my hurricane information. <laughs> What's a hurricane going to be like? Apparently, we're going to get to grill. And we did. We got to grill at the end of it. Like, I remember everybody coming out with chainsaws and stuff, and like, and the neighborhood came together, and we're cooking all the meat from people's freezers because you have to, you know, because right, yeah. we don't have electricity and yeah. hot. And yeah, it was just a wild, wild time. The first ones that I went through, and I was starting a brand new job, and I just moved into a house and I'm just a kid and it was a totally different thing than I'd ever experienced in snowy Ohio. Oh, that w- that would be like me moving to any climate where there was going to be snow for an extended period of time. Right. You know, it's like I can deal with snow that lasts for like a day or so where mm-hmm. you don't actually have to go anywhere. But then when you actually have to live within it, I remember my mom telling a story about the blizzard of 77. It was like 67 or in the, sometime in the 60s. Mm. And I remember her telling us that they had to get their groceries 
by sled. Like what? And, and that cool. blew my mind. But then she tells this other story I'm in my Facebook thing last night. She was talking about a story. I have to find it now. Um, that was just like it totally blew my mind. Where they had some type of trap door in the living room. Here it is. Or tornado hit our neighborhood. Our house was fine, but the neighborhood was hard hit. We had to hide in our well pit because we didn't have a basement. So it was a trap door in the living room where the well pump was located. And they had to get in there. But then she she adds on, like, as a total aside, my mom had a permanent on her hair, and it stayed way past the time. (laughs) (laughs) And so my sister-in-law is like, how did the hair turn out? Did her hair, did that last? You know, I love that you can get stories like that from your mom. Like, I wish that my mom could go on my Facebook right now and tell me something just crazy. Like, that I'm like, what? Like, some uh, you get to learn new things about her still, and that's really neat, you know? I like that. Yeah, I had no idea that, that there was a trap door in the living in room. In her living room. With the well pump hole. Although, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> really doesn't. One of my friends said... Um, I've never been afraid of heights before, but one year I was traveling south from North Carolina with my two young sons in the car. We were going through Charleston during a terrible thunderstorm. Those who remember those old two-lane Cooper Bridge, the old two-lane Cooper Bridge will recall how high and narrow it was with no more than a few feet on either side of the outside lanes. Oh, that's like the Huey P. Long Bridge Mm. in New Orleans. As we approached the top of the bridge, cars were flying past me. I could hardly see more than 10 feet in front of me. I was white-knuckled and terrified. The lightning had knocked out the power at the first traffic light we encountered after leaving the bridge. So I slowed down, still gripping the wheel. Suddenly, aware of my residual anxiety from the high and narrow bridge, my five-year-old asked, What's the matter, Mommy? I answered that the storm had knocked out the power to the traffic light and told him, As soon as the storm is over... This is where I caught myself about to say that the workmen would come out to fix it and instead said, the women will come out to fix it. <laughs> he and his eight-year-old brother said in unison, the women? <laughs> I decided to go with it and said, yes, they're sending the women so it won't break anymore. And they absolutely howled with laughter and couldn't wait to tell their dad um, that the women had saved the day. The women came to save the day. <laughs> yeah. I like that she wanted to be equal opportunity. She's That's like, right, the women yeah. will come and fix this. I'll tell you what, I was driving here in this town not two weeks ago, and I went through a pocket of weather that I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure I just went through a tornado. Like, it was like a little pop-up crazy thing. It was hail, like golf ball-sized hail, and I was afraid that my car was like, just. I'm in my car, and I'm going down um, Miccosukee mm-hmm. over where it's canopy, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, for anybody who doesn't live in Florida who listens to us, we have these canopy roads here. They're beautiful. It's a bit like, so it's both sides of the street have big, giant live oak trees that come up over the road and create... A canopy, you create a tunnel. So mm-hmm. you're driving yeah. through like a like a leaf tunnel. Most of the time it's beautiful. It, mostly it's beautiful. Except when it's When not. it's <laughs> hail and you're pretty sure that you're in the middle of a tornado, it's not. And a tree came down. And a tree Ooh. came down across the road and it blocked um, the route to my kid's school and it was mm-hmm. pickup time and I had to go like, I, I, I was just like, I got to get off this road. Right. I got to yeah. get off this road now. It was the most stressful 
pickup I've ever done. It was the longest pickup. It took me more than 45 minutes, like from when I was supposed to like be there, you know, 45 minutes late oh. to, to, to get around, <laughs> to basically go around the block. Right. I mean, I mean you know that part of town. And, yeah. you know, when, like, you know, it took me like 45 minutes. I'm telling you, we could do weather stories. Like we could do <laughs> two months of episodes on people's crazy weather stories. I went to college in North Mississippi where we had tornadoes like crazy. And um, I remember one, I was driving uh, from um, college back to Louisiana and I pulled into, there were tornadoes in the area and I was pretty sure I was like experiencing a tornado. Mm-hmm. And I pulled into a, one of those do it yourself car washes. Oh, so it was like the concrete. That's not like, a bad idea. Drive through. And I, I just started sat thinking, do I get out and lay in this ditch? Because I right. remember in Ohio, like growing up, they're like, if you, you got to get low and like, and there's a, like a, a pretty significant ditch on the side of the road there. And I'm like, I feel like I'm safer in my car right now. Right. Like I said, there's like golf ball size hail. Right. Getting That's out bad. of the car seems like that a seems bad That seems like a bad idea. move. So I'm like, let's just hope that, um, that I just keep moving through this. It just, it goes away. You know, have you ever been in a scary storm in a boat? No. And I, if I ever was, I would never get on a boat again. I already <laughs> think that boating, like boating to me, I will oh, only go right. out with a really good captain. I think boating is dangerous. I think boating, <laughs> like I'm like, why would I be out here where there's not like a gas station or like someone who can help me? No. Oh my God. If I ever was, I swear to God, I'd never get on a boat again. Well, one of our loyal listeners, Anna, um, she and her husband have a charter boat company mm. business and they had to, she says, we had to evacuate our charter boat out of Orange Beach, Alabama for her Ivan. Besides my husband, our lifelong deckhand and friend Ruben and me, we also had our 11-month-old daughter. <gasps> oh my goodness. And of course, she's not walking yet. Right. We went up the Mobile River and got halted due to the rain the railroad swing bridge operator had evacuated. So there was nobody to nobody operate to the open. bridge. Oh my gosh. So we made a left-hand turn down a gas pipeline ditch. In a 65-foot boat. What? <laughs> we made it successfully along with 12 other charter boats. We were all tied up side by side in Bayou Sarah. My daughter slept through the whole storm, but we spent the next five days on the boat. Wow. My husband was there for about 11 days before Coast Guard cleared him to go back to Orange Beach. Um, and she also sent a picture of um, their little girl. And she said we would catch rainwater in a five-gallon bucket to give her a bath. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? No. These are excellent stories. Good job with your secret post. <laughs> well, um, I also remember the ice storm of 1994 in um, Mississippi. What? <laughs> Do tell. It terrorized us. We were so traumatized. We couldn't believe it. I mean, literally everything shut down. Like my and my friend Sunshine is is telling this story. She says the ice storm of 1994. Are Sunshine the- and Pickles friends? No, they oh, should be though. They would be. They would be friends. <laughs> um, and I remember that we actually had shirts made. Um, to commemorate the ice storm. Nice. And it was very exciting. Yeah. And it was, we thought we were going to be able to like. Like what, what did you get to, skills. did you get to like skate around? Oh did yeah. You get to, yeah. We did all of, all the stuff. Yeah. All the stuff. Yeah. We dramatized it as pretty, much as we pretty, could. Pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I love hearing, um, 
people's stories of survival. I was just going to say, your storm stories are only good if you make it. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, tell us your happy storm stories. Like, a, that's a scary memory, but, man, I bet they look back on that and they're like, whew. Well, you know? yeah, especially during hurricane season um, and being from Slidell, um, where Hurricane Katrina was, was really devastating. Right. And it was very overwhelming to go mm-hmm. back and drive and see the devastation and know you know, how real that was, you know, I got to go back to Florida to my house where everything was fine. Right. um, I remember my parents, um, they were at my house for a week or so, and then they wanted to get home. Um, But my friend, her condo was pretty much flattened. And she went back to try to find her stuff. Mm. And she found her coffee table on the road. She recognized her coffee table, mm-hmm. and then she found her fridge on the road. Her fridge on the and road, and she opened it up, and her beer was still inside. <laughs> I bet she sat down she's and cracked like, one. I'm taking this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, at least I still have the beer. <laughs> at least I have beer. God. So, tell me about some storm stories. Do you have any really memorable times as a child of withstanding some type of a storm or bad weather? See, it wasn't like that. Like. Ohio weather is not like we have a tornado warning once in a while yeah. and the alarms go out. They have like it's like a megaphone thing on the end of a pole up high. You oh, know, like yeah. A, and it makes a loud sound. And when the alarms go off around town, that means everybody's supposed to, you know, take cover or whatever. But right. we never had like I mean, we had times that we had to take cover and we had drills at school. Right. You know, and, and how to do that and everything. But tornadoes were really the only the only thing that there was. Tornadoes were the only scary thing. I can tell you a nice story. I'll tell you a nice one just okay. because we've had a lot of drama here. Um, so my uh, my younger sister's birthday, I remember once we got like this big, beautiful, like triple rainbow. And I think Ooh. that it was, uh, I think it was the year that my grandpa died. And it was like this beautiful, like, you know, I've never seen the sky look more beautiful than that. And you're just a little kid and your parents tell you, this is for us. Like, you know, and yeah. you're like... Look, look what happened for us. You know what I mean? Guarantee she doesn't remember it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but we got it and it was, it was amazing, you know? So, but no, we never had like a total, like, I mean, we had ice storms. We had, when I first had my first car, Betsy Blue, um, Betsy Blue was a garbage car. I remember she, just that. The worst. Yeah. And she would spin out. So sometimes it would be pretty scary. Like, I, I know how to control a spin pretty well. I know how to control hydroplaning pretty well. Like, for all my, um, driving uh you know i'm like dislike i can control a car in weather pretty well well that's good to know that if we're ever on a road trip yeah i i get really like you know how you have to like turn down the radio to see better when you're lost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) if it's bad weather I just go into the zone. I think and it's like you have to. You have to, to like make your senses smaller. Yeah, just for what matters. To, yeah, to keep you going. Just stay alive. Yeah. Stay alive. Stay alive. That's how the hailstorm was a couple weeks ago. I yeah. was like, mm-hmm. I would like to pick my kids up and actually get home today. It's, you know, it's funny to see the different ways that we react to weather now than we did like when we were kids, or at least the way we perceived people to react. Yeah, remember when weather wasn't news? Right. Like, now weather is like a total, like, yeah, pastime. I, I saw, it's our pastime now. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. it's it's one of, it's <laughs> definitely a, um ever-changing story. Mm-hmm. And the Weather Channel, if you've ever been to the Weather Channel mm-hmm. website, 
it's like the National Enquirer. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> wild. headlines are ridiculous. Yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a meme this morning that said, um, weather in 2020, uh, schools will be closed due to high wind. <laughs> weather in 1976. There are seven tornadoes in the area. Go into the hall and put a book over your head. We'll be having pizza for lunch. That is exactly, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember walking to college. I lived off campus. And I remember walking in one day and getting into my building, getting into the classroom, and literally having to wait for my thighs and my eyes to unfreeze enough that I could like bend like it was so cold out and if you like walked outside if your hair was wet in Ohio and you if you walked outside with wet hair in the oh, winter, and it would you could freeze. break it off like, oh. you, could, you could snap your hair off yeah you could just take it off um so yeah I remember walking in and I'm like this is so unreasonable like this is so unreasonable that I just walked several blocks in this amount of cold like I had to thaw out <laughs> and your skin tingles i was frozen heather my thighs were frozen i had on tall boots and i had on a long jacket but there was a one section, spot there was a section of thigh that was just like jeans like just a pair of jeans and that like four inches of thigh had to thaw had to thaw my friend denise says um it was late august 2008 tropical storm fay I was nine months pregnant. Mm. We had no power for five days. After the storm passed through, there was a crazy amount of water coming off the road, making a small river all the way down the property line into the woods to the swamp a quarter mile off the road. My husband decided to try kayaking it. He made it all the way to the swamp, but in so doing, ruined his phone that was in his pocket. That's how I ended up stopping by the Verizon store a few days later on the way home from getting my membrane stripped, getting there in time... (laughs) Standing there for an hour to buy him a new phone while having contractions. <laughs> cool. The baby was born the next day. And coincidentally, that baby's name is River. <laughs> I asked her, I was like, oh is this goodness. the baby that you named River? She's like, yes, but that was just a coincidence. That was not why. That was not why. But that is a, like, just a slight mild kind of, like, Florida Manny story. You know, like, we, we, and it's not just a Florida man, it's everybody. We get out there and we're like, wonder what I could do with this. This yeah. is different and new. Maybe, like, you know, like, we had a, a drainage ditch overflow thing that we used to go out and, like, swim in and play in. Like, it, it, yeah. When I think about it now, I'm like, that is so disgusting. When I think of the sewage pits that I swam in <laughs> as a kid, like, the, the rain would come and it would fill. I remember there, there was this one time we lived in a cul de sac. And there was one section of the cul-de-sac that was having construction done on it. And it was a pretty significant hole in the mm-hmm. ground. And it was just dirt. And because they had broken up all the concrete and it was this big hole. At least in my memory, it was a big hole. Mm-hmm. It was probably not that big. Um, but then we had a hurricane and it filled with water. And our parents let us like yeah, play in that. Safe. Why? They were like, yeah, go. My, I <laughs> like, I, I'm like all the disease and yes. the like. What? Why? There could be snakes. <laughs> there, I mean, yeah. and no one questioned it. Nobody was like, Seems maybe fine. no. Like, Seems fine. <laughs> they got a hole full of water. They usually don't have. Like, why would we ever say no to this? It was probably 
what like I'm remembering it from my perspective. If I was as an adult at that time, it was probably like a quarantine situation where it was like we haven't had school for three days. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, looking back through adult eyes changes it. Like yeah. they're like, you know what? They're outside. They're no. not in here. Yeah, they're exactly. not asking me questions. Yeah. They're not, you know, in my face. And they, I can oh. see them through the window. They're still moving. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my friend Carol said, we were snowed in at my parents' farm in Nebraska for five days in 2009. It was our daughter's first Christmas. My brother and his family tried to drive a mile to my parents' house, but he got stuck. So my dad and nephew went to pull him out in a tractor. They were blinded by the whiteout conditions and got lost in the snow. They finally found their way back and got home to mom and dad's. Ironically, that's when we planned our first beach trip. I remember one, so we were talking about how school used to never close. Right. right? So what used to definitely never close was college. College never closed. If you go to college, you go to college every day. Right. Nobody changes your schedule. And I had one day that they closed my college. They closed college. And that, Uh first of all, closing college is a bad idea. That's just... (laughs) College kids are not going to be like, well, no. we'll just hunker down and stay safe here. They really need the structure of their schedule. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you get, if you offer college kids a free day, I mean, the beer runs are just, you know, you know, like people are just out at the, at the liquor store and that's all that's happening. So I was going to drive Betsy Blue. So at the time I was with my, um, my ex-husband, who was my then boyfriend, and he was a graduate, and he worked like a real job, and he had had to go to work in the morning because they don't cancel oh, work. Yeah, you still have to go to work. They don't cancel work. <laughs> they canceled college, but they didn't cancel work. So he was gone, and I was at our apartment by myself, and I was like, no way, I'm going to the fraternity house. Like, I'm going to go hang out with the boys for the day, right? So I go out, and I'm trying to get Betsy Blue started, uh-huh. and I'm trying to get free. And the ice on my car was so much that Betsy had crank windows, right? Uh huh. So I cranked down my window. I used two hands and pushed outward on ice and knocked off like a three inch thick ice shield from my window uh-huh. so that I could see what I was doing. Oh my gosh. And you still, so you still drove? I went, I, the fraternity house wasn't far. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to the fraternity house and hung out with the boys all day. Yeah. Well, guys. That was dedication, right? That was dedication. <laughs> yeah, they were, must have been very nice boys. They were nice boys. You were really looking forward yes. to spending time with them. Video games. <laughs> no. Well, guys, you know, one thing I love about Storm Stories is the fact that we made it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's they're fun to tell, especially when you add drama um, that is easier to laugh at later in life. Especially when they are temporarily distant from where you are now like when you can look back at this thing from 10 years ago or like i like that your friends put up you know i had a new baby Mm -hmm. i was pregnant i was like those are the ones that stick with you that's when they're sticky you know what i mean like even me i was new here and i didn't you know i'd never done it before the ones that really stick with you are you've got some variable that made it more dramatic more exciting more intense yeah. Well, I'm impressed with all my friends for their fortitude and their senses of humor and their great memories because getting to hear their storm stories was really fun. And um, I'm glad that we got to talk about them today. Mm-hmm. And so everybody just, you know, 
pray for our our comrades and friends and communities that have storms heading towards them right now. And hopefully everybody comes out with a great story to tell and um, is able to to feel like a champion and come out in in a kayak going down the ditch um, and that everybody ends up being okay. And then if you're if you're stuck at home and um, you're waiting for the storm to go by, watch Bill and Ted face the music. There we go. Um, and check out my hometown of Slidell and see if you can find out what this magic song is that's supposed to save the world. I know. I really want to know. I really yeah. want to know. And guys, come back and visit with us on Friday. Friday is our recap show. So we have our dear friend Brian here. And we also have a super special guest. Yes, we do. So come on back and check it out. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.